0: Hey everyone, welcome to Jojo's World. Good afternoon in a moderately warm room. It is a wet heat here in Perth, Western (laughs) Australia, and the liquid is sloughing off my face (laughs) like so much skin off a skeleton. I'm Liam S. Smith, one of your co-hosts. And I'm McBalentine, the other one of the co-hosts. Let me tell you, Liam, it is not too hot, not too cold, but it's also not just right either. I would in fact argue... It's too hot. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. And that has been your JoJo's World weather update. JoJo's World weather update with Fresh. Liam and the Nick. The Nick? Oh, I like this. Okay. I like where so, this is going. Nick. Yes. Thus spoke Kashibe Rohan is coming to Netflix near you <gasps> in February. <gasps> I'm very excited. Get on it. We've already watched it all. Yeah, we've we've but, already but seen it. But now Netflix. now you can too. You. In the French dub. <laughs> what is with this French dub? It okay. exists. Yes. Oh my god. But like, the original didn't have French yeah, Bonjour, dubs. je m'appelle uh, Kishibe Rohan. Oh. That's basically all I can <laughs> say in French. <laughs> ah, la montagne. Les trois petits cochons. Uh, what what else happened in fucking Thus spake Kishibe Rohan? I don't know how to say run. Uh, le le run? Ah, <laughs> uh, oui, oui. La run. Le run. Uh, le run extraordinaire. Une, uh, I can't even think of the English word. <laughs> oh, God. We're so screwed. What's the running machine called? The treadmill? Treadmill. Ah, le treadmill. Le mill de tread. Le <laughs> mill de tread. Ah, uh, we oui, oui. Le guillotine de leg. Is it called a treadmill? Mm-hmm. Because... Go on. If you hooked it up to... A mill?
1: Yeah. Like like a windmill. You wind could mill, use but... the
0: force of your tread uh-huh. to process grain into flour. Honestly... I would suspect that was its first usage <laughs> okay, at some point. Right. I don't. Know. We're very smart. <laughs> <laughs> Did tread. Here's a good question. Treadmills need to be powered, right? Yes. I mean, the modern conception of the treadmill, at least. Hmm. So does that mean you could get a treadmill that's not powered? Well, you see, in a lot of cartoons, like season two of DC's Harley Quinn, go on. People running on treadmills to power things. Yeah. So do they exist? It, it just hit me now that. We never saw them in... Look, Nick, you're the engineer. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know enough about engineering to say whether or not a treadmill that exists. can produce its <laughs> own power exists. But hey, if it does, I'd be interested to know. Oh, also... Yeah? Do we want to address the revolution of our pronunciation of Utena? Yeah, I got lightly scolded by a long-term listener on Twitter about our... our... Pronunciation, which we did speculate about being wrong, but mm. not wrong in the right way. <laughs> so <laughs> of, wrong. Uh, the protagonist and title of this show, uh, Revolutionary Girl, Utena. Utena. Utena? U- Utena? Utena. Oh, mate, bloody Utena, tell you what. Ripper of a bloody vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> she comes in bloody revolutionary power, I'll tell you what. Oh, the bloody uh, car salesman said uh, said to me, Utena. nah. <laughs> 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 tell you what, you just go in the back, there's room for a bloody sword back there. Which sword? Sword of bloody Dios, Oh, mate. you've got to get the sword of Dios. Oh, the mileage on this thing. <laughs> tell you what, the Utena model only comes with one bloody sword, but I tell you, it's a bloody great, it's a ripper of a bloody sword, mate. You know, you get your Utena, you get your sword, and you get your choo-choo. I tell you what, good choo-choo in this bloody Utena. I Trivia. IMDB Trivia. That something that will make more sense when we start our recap. Yutna is not a real car. Choo-choo is a monkey. This is easier to see in the manga where he has more hair. <laughs> Wait, so every other feature about Choo-choo... Identical. Right? Every other feature, 100%. Because we haven't got to it Not yet, a... for those who aren't familiar, Choo, Choo is the little mascot character introduced in one of the episodes we're covering today. Yeah, so I thought he was like a mouse. Yeah, a little mouse boy. Yeah. I thought he looked vaguely monkeyish, but I thought he was a mouse. Yeah, primarily. Apparently, or some sort of hybrid, some sort of anime hybrid. Like as you said when we were watching Card um, Captor Sakura mascot Kiro. Hmm. He looks a lot like him. Yeah, a lot like him. Perhaps could have been the inspiration for him. Maybe. I don't know. And he doesn't look like the little white creature from that other Magical Girl anime, the really disturbing one, that I still can't remember the name of that we were talking about while we were watching. Wait, the one where they all die and get PTSD or the other As one? I said, yes. Yeah. Magical Girl <laughs> anime where they die, get PTSD, and turn into witches. Into witches? I've never watched this show. Uh, Puella Magi... Or Puella Magi... Madica... Magica... The, what Such an easy name to remember, how could I ever forget? Wait a minute, let me see or this. Or Madoka for short, I think. Ah, Puella Ma- Shoujo Madoka Magica. Puella Magi Madoka Magica. So Magica is Magica. La- Is Wait, is this Latin? Puella Magi Madoka Magica. Well, Madoka is the Which, protagonist's name. Right, interesting. Very interesting that Magica... Ah, and then the first Wikipedia result is Magical Girl Spec Ops Asuka. (laughs) I'm not going to find out what that is. We need to know. Yes. A Japanese Magical Girl slash Military sign-in manga. Uh Uh-huh. When a dangerous race of beasts known as the Desus attack, spirits from another world formed an alliance with Earth and granted certain girls the power to become magical girls to fight against them. Three years after the war against the Desus, one of the magical girls, Asuka Otori, is trying to return to a normal life. However, Desus bears reappear from an unknown source, leading Asuka to come out of retirement and join a squadron of magical... This is literally like one last job. The magical (laughs) girl anime. With guns, just like a Rambo out chopping woods in the mountain. Like, are you magical girl Asica? I was. <laughs> Who's asking? Look, we've got problems with the deuces. All right, big cigar, <laughs> and like sparkles come out of it because magical girl. Of course. Okay, what are we talking about? Um. Well, one other thing. Do we want to talk about Patreon? Yeah, let's quickly. We've we've come to a consensus about the JoJo's World Patreon. Yes. In the sense we discussed it and went, yeah, all right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We are sunsetting the regular monthly bonus content on the JoJo's World Patreon because it's starting to feel like an obligation and the magic isn't quite there. Mm. (laughs) Uh, And I don't want to produce content out of obligation because podcasting is, I am in it for the love of the game. Hell fucking yeah. So the plan is... And this is your fair warning. <laughs> we are going to pause payment on the end of January slash start of February transactions for mm-hmm. our Patreon subscribers. Mm-hmm. Between now and the end of February, we will produce one more bonus episode for for the fact that we haven't done one in a while. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Which might be our endless eight marathon of mayhem. Mm-hmm. Uh If between now and the end of February you want to sign up to the Patreon and grab some of that sweet boco without getting charged, now's your chance. Now, I don't know if we want to make the bonus content public and just leave the page there for austerity. Austerity? Posterity. Yeah, austerity, we're going to start cutting the budget and then privatising the (laughs) Patreon. I think we're going to keep it up in like a tip jar format, like, Mm. because we still, you know, we'd love your support if... uh, Plan is to keep doing occasional bonus episodes when the moon grab mood grabs us, uh... When we see and, something and, just so outrageous. And put them on the public feed, but that, uh, that is... Yeah, that's that's what the, those Patreon dollars are going to support, in addition to the occasional upgrade of equipment and such that we do. Mmm. I kind of got mired in some sub-clauses there. Where did we get to? Uh, <laughs> pausing payment for February. Yep. Uh... Sign up between now and the end of February if you want to grab that boco. Mm -hmm. Then it's changing to a tip jar format uh, with maybe some occasional stuff if the mood takes us. Mm -hmm. And... And, and from that point on, we might drop some of our old Boko episodes into the public feed. If, for instance, we start doing a Trigun series, we might ch- chuck the Trigun episode up so people know our pre-context conversation. Fuck yes! From, like, three years ago? Yeah. yeah. That was uh, from the height of the Liam shows Nick a picture of okey-doke during oh God. Uh, during the Patreon record Jesus, era. I forgot that happened. Literally every time you're like, but Nick, what about this? And I was like, what about, oh, for fuck's sake. Okey-doke. Oh. yep so that's the plan so fair warning listeners (laughs) if you don't get in you might lose out unless we just make them public but that is to be decided let Liam know if you want democracy to win I love democracy and just put it all as like public or you want uh I don't know what the opposite of democracy is if they still have the chance to get all the stuff. Well, I don't know why you're talking about democracy because this isn't a vote. Uh, okay, if you want, <laughs> if, if you want uh, the free market to win, no, it's because it's not the free market because it's free, not a market. Uh, if you want free shit, we can make it public, I guess. And just to explain but, a bit of our reasoning on this, it's because, like, you know, when we started the Patreon, we had more time and less money, and now that we've left uni and are working, we have less time and more money, so yeah. priorities change, life goes on, blah blah. No reason to keep charging you guys unless you really want to give us I mean, money. We still we can... appreciate any support that you might give us, and yeah. as I said, you know, we've bought some valuable software over the years that has really helped streamline the editing process, That's true. some equipment, that is true. blah blah blah, thank you so much. Mm. There's a lot of stuff that has happened because we've had Patreons Yeah, that wouldn't have happened otherwise, so... And the yeah. plan is to keep that going in some regard, but just not that constant treadmill of content. I think it's I say m- constant, we do one a month, it's hardly <laughs> onerous, but... <laughs> I, th- I think it's more about, if you really want to, you can support, yeah. but it's not, we're going to, like, necessarily just do stuff we want to do out of obligation because yeah. people Lo- are paying hashtag money. Hashtag love of, of the game. Yeah. Okay, and with that out of the way, Utena. Utena. Revolutionary... For male. She's such a revolutionary girl. She does things that no one else does. You like, know, fight. Utena revolutionised the girl industry. I swear to God. Episode 2. For, or duel 2 as they say. Ooh, duel 2. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> for whom the rose smiles. By chance, Utena... Utena managed to, to defeat Sionji in their duel. By and now, chance? And now he's determined to have a rematch. However, Utena already secretly intends to lose on purpose. Ooh. Ooh. What could it mean? What could it... it means, basically, <laughs> what it means. Fair call. And I really want to really wanna get through this first one, because I think the meat of our discussion is going to be in episode three. I mean, to be fair, even this episode has good shit in it. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, it's so good. Utena is walking to school and three girls are swooning over her. They're all like, Utena! Good morning! And she's like, hi. And they're all like, blush. And they admire her outfit. We get one of those rose frame close-ups on the various aspects. It's very, um, any post part three Jojo walks to school. Yeah, where all the girls are swooning. Yeah. They're being all like, oh my god, she's so cool. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we get like a pose maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Classic Jojo. Very quick. Classroom. We're in a classroom in the school. What a rare occurrence. <laughs> uh, Utina walks in, sees, sees Wakaba, her <gasps> friend, goes something more. And she's looking very solemn. She's reading a book. Quick flashback to what happened last time where she, someone, where Sionji cruelly public posted her love letter. Ugh. Ugh. What a Disgusting. dog. Sionji, absolute dog. Green hair. Total mutt. Absolute fiend. Vice president. Disgusting. (laughs) Hey Wakaba, are you happy? We're friends. What are you reading? Silence. Silence. Lieutenant keeps walking and then Wakaba dramatically holds up the book. It's Magnolia Waltz by Hiho Ito. We can't see the entire author's name. (laughs) But it's Magnolia Waltz. And she's like, hey... I used to hate this book. It's about like a girl who falls in love with someone and gets rejected. But then the next day, someone new comes along. And then they get together in the end, fall in love, have a good happy ending. I thought it was stupid. But now I think it's great. And she's staring at Utena like, because I think you're great. Because you defended my honour and saved me. And she literally climbs all over her. Mm. And we, as the viewer, read the subtext of... oh, Oh... She's found something to identify with and thus is able to move past the horrifying moment that she had to live through. Yes, that horrifying high school drama. Ugh. And uh, Utena's like, oh, Wakaba, you really got to ease off with the uh, hitting on me constantly and climbing all over me stuff. But why? <gasps> Who's here? <gasps> it's Anthe. She's in the same class as Utena. Anthe Himemma. Him Anthe Himalayas. Anthy Himalayas. She's My favorite God. brand of oh, Deep Spring mineral water. Hmm. Get a refreshing cup of Anthi Himalayas. Nick, I've got to shut you up because <laughs> some, oh, yeah. something happens uh, for the first time. Of it happens two times in these two episodes, so I assume it's time. going to be a regular occurrence. Which is the student council members riding an elevator up, and each time it passes like a floor, and the screen blacks out, another one appears in silhouette in this uh, like open air. Uh, steel bar elevator with red curtains now what do they say (laughs) the things they say they do it in a very dramatic monologue i think it's kiryu talking because who else would it be right all of them in unison oh yeah right (laughs) that's who it would be if it cannot break its shell, a chick will die without being born Mm. we are the chick (laughs) the world is our egg Oh. So, by the transitive property, or, or by basic metaphor, uh-huh. uh, yep. if we can't break the world, we will die without being born. Right. As, which is actually what he says right now. If we don't crack the world's shell, we will die without being born. Oh, I get it now. And then they're in their huge, silhouetted student council meeting. There's they're a playing thing- cards. Yep, they're surrounded by frames. Mm-hmm. Kiryu has white roses. Young blue-haired boy and Which I think, learnt, I think we learned. I think we learned from the next time on that we watched today. Uh, the blue-haired boy's name is Mickey. Mickey. M I K I. It's either Mickey or Bibi. It's not that. Okay, cool. It's Mickey. <laughs> I must have got a confused with Death Stranding. Bibi. Bibi, listen. I want my Bibi back. Bibi. Bibi, listen. I want. I want you to start a revolution. <laughs> we, are, <laughs> we are the chick, Bibi. <laughs> Yeah, of course, Sam Porter Bridges defeated Cliff in a rose duel and then got to keep the BB. <laughs> no, his name is Lou now. No. Spoilers. His name is BB. Of course, the biggest spoiler yet to come right now. This is your chance to 15 seconds skip if you don't want to know an incidental fact revealed in the climax of Death Stranding. 14. Her name Ooh. is Lou. Wait, what? They're all playing cards. Okay. We all get letters from this mysterious individual called End of the World, and they have instructions. And then he throws down like a Taskmaster envelope, like a white envelope with a red seal. A red wax G- seal. Got really into the British panel show uh, slash game show Taskmaster in the last couple of weeks. Any notable bits from Taskmaster? so many. Um... What other Taskmaster bits do you have for me? I'm not going to just recount Taskmaster bits to you. Well, why can't you tell me more about Taskmaster you bits? watch it. Much like revolutionary girl Utena, if you VPN to America, you can watch it all for free on YouTube. <laughs> yep, because the distributor apparently didn't enjoy the rest of the world. Oh, these things can be complicated, legal, legally speaking. Like Madman Entertainment probably has it in Australia or something, right? They publish a lot of old anime. Ooh... That's a good point. I'm going to look it up later and see if they have it there. Because when I was trying to watch it before in prep for this, I was like, where the hell is it? It's not showing up. This special Taskmaster envelope we got from End of the World tells us that yesterday, Sionji failed and (gasps) that a new mysterious girl engaged the Rose Bride. Ooh. She's not even in the student council. Says the orange-haired lady. Can you imagine if our school student council was like this? I remember our student council being very chill. yeah, there was not a lot going on because my year student council literally we I think I was on the student council, not the bit that mattered, but I was on the <laughs> I was on the common room committee. ah. And literally, even know what that is? Literally, all we did was we hung out in the common room, and anyone else that came in, we said sorry, sorry. Committee business. Yeah, you've got to engage us in a rose duel to come into the common room. And then if we liked them, we were like, oh, yeah, okay, we'll listen to Parkway Drive in here. Go on, then. She's not on the student council, but she wears the rose seal ring that we all wear. Ooh, Ooh and he waves his hand around. Very curious. Ooh. Who is this girl? And then little blue-haired Mickey pipes up. Utina Tenjo. She's very popular in middle school. Very. So, okay. I, I noticed this during during the watch, but I didn't comment <laughs> on it. This this line of dialogue, it has the cadence of Donald Trump dialogue. Go on. And it's going to be a bad impression because I've never done one because I loathe the man. Oh, I, I can do a pretty good impression. You've seen my impressions before. I've probably blotted them out, to be honest. Here. Jotaro. Oi. Okay, but we're doing yeah. a Donald Trump impression. Okay. Donald Trump, right? Oi. <clears throat> Actually, I was going to do that. So now the okay. joke is ruined. Great. Snipes you. Go on then. Try your Donald Trump person. Utana Tenjo. She's rather well known in the middle school. Very popular. <laughs> the most popular girl in middle school. <laughs> no, that doesn't sound like Donald Trump. That sounds like some kind of serial killer being like, I don't see the distinction. <laughs> you know what? Touché? So Kiryu is there, and he's, he's raised his head up to the sky and closed his eyes. Ah, oh, she's very regal and lovely. I very much enjoyed watching her through my opera binoculars during <laughs> the last duel. I wonder what'll happen with that beautiful maiden. And the as-yet-unnamed orange curly-haired girl is like, now hold on just a sec, she's not even in the student council and she can just join our special duels. Don't know if I like that. And Kiryu's like, yep. Yep, I'm the president. And what I say goes, I'm the president. (laughs) I'm the president of the student council of whatever this place is from. We get these one-way letters from End of the World and... You know, he'd led us to the Phantom Castle up in the sky. Allow me to exposit that the one that controls the... End of the world. Who wins the Rose Bride. Yep. In, in the duels and is engaged to her will enter the Sky Castle uh-huh. and gain the power to bring revolution to the world. Hey, question. Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? Unclear. Okay, cool. So I realise now that Mickey, with the stopwatch, is using his stopwatch for the taking of the minutes. Because mm. he's time... Puncturing them. How long it takes to say? like, at X time, boop, X time into the meeting, boop, such and such, exposited about bringing revolution to the world. But then it would be a watch, not a stopwatch, right? Yep, you'd think so, but you'd be wrong. (gasps) But Mickey's that good. (laughs) After school. It's like the third day of school at this point, at least. And they're just now getting assigned their dorms. Where have they been sleeping till now? Unclear. No one knows, no one cares. And Wakaba and Utena are disappointed they didn't get assigned the same dorm room. No, Wakaba is disappointed. Utena is like, it's fine. Utena is disappointed that she has been assigned a solo dorm in an abandoned building. (laughs) Yeah, so I also don't understand why this happened, but Wakaba's like, oh... The East Dorm hasn't been used in 10 years. Yeah, it's just abandoned, run down. Such a shame for you, Utena. You'll have a heck of a time cleaning it up. As a student, it's your responsibility to do that. Ugh. So Utena's like, well, fuck. I guess I just have to go there alone now, don't I? I guess. Come, come and visit me. I'm in the uh, South Dorm, third floor. Visit of me, if you get sick of living in a haunted house, you weird freaky loner. And is like, ugh, all on my own. I guess this is I fine. I guess I live in this palatial mansion by myself now. Yeah, so the shot of it at the front is literally, like, where Caesar would have lived. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's the best way I can describe it. There's a huge... Gracious doorway! A gracious doorway! It's um, very gracious. The gate is enormous already. The Iron housing gate. is large. It's got a huge stone wall. Uh, there are trees Many everywhere. Many windows. A balcony. There's massive, massive arched windows. Um, now I understand yeah. who's doing the cooking, because she talks frequently about like we've got to eat these big feasts by herself. Yeah. 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 There doesn't really appear to be any dorm stuff. Correct. It's been abandoned for ten years. <laughs> yes. Spooky. Mm. But she's not in there alone because when she gets to... Well, first she goes and opens a huge de- decrepit room and sees a little mouse eating cheese. Mm-hmm. That's what a mouse looks like. So that's how we know Choo Choo isn't a mouse. Oh, I see. I thought it was a rat. <laughs> Hence ah. my... Yeah. So she checks if there's any other staff here and is all like, oh great, I'm all alone. Eventually she finds her dorm room. Don't know why she can't sleep anywhere in this huge empty building. No, she's assigned School to this dorm room. regulations. Come on, the rules are very specific on this. And is in there. Cleaning it all up and making it nice. And she's like, oh, hello, Anthe, it's, is this your room? And I we thought... see, yeah, betwe- underneath Utena's nameplate on the door. Which is very nicely written. Yeah, very official, metal. Mm-hmm. Uh, scribbled in just like Sharpie is just Anthe's name. And she's like, yep, I'm here now. Yep, yep that's yep, normal. Yep, this is me. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I guess you're here with me now. Okay. She's quite nonplussed by it. She's like, funny coincidence, huh? Us being roommates here. And Anthe's like, oh, it's no coincidence. So I really like the juxtaposition between Anthony like, neatly scrubbing the floor and Utena just cramming a huge <laughs> box of bags and toys and shit into a crab cupboard. She's just popping it in there, never to be seen ever again. Not the tidiest person we are, to assume. No, th- this is a typical odd couple <laughs> kind of dynamic we've got going here. It's not a coincidence. The rules of the rose seal make us live together. I guess I lived with Sionji before this. Creepy. And, uh... Retainer is all like, what? That, mm. What? How does that work? And she exposits, engaged to whoever wins the duel. Mm, don't like that. So what's the deal with the big castle and the magic sword? And she says, mysteries. Mysteries? Yeah. Anthe, what do you mean by mysteries? And then she turns the question back around. Why do you dress like a boy? Oh, because I like to. Yep. And that's my answer too. I like mysteries. 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 Why mm. is there a floating castle in the sky? No time for that. We've got to meet. The mascot. Oh, okay. So Choo Choo enters. He's a little monkey with a pierced earring and a tie on. Not unlike Donkey Kong in that regard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wait, he has a tie? Yeah, he's got a tie. No. Yeah. Oh my God, he does have and a tie. I, I literally remarked. Oh, crucially, uh, he's got a um, a rose frame uh, border around his intro scene, but instead of roses, it's bananas in various states of being peeled. Beautiful Because touch. he's a monkey. <laughs> And we all love that. You know, the more we analyse this, the more and more... It should have been very obvious to (laughs) us that this small creature... He's so small, though. He's so small. He's like the The size size of of a mouse. But he's a monkey. Yep. Is he a baby monkey? He can't be a baby. He's wearing a tie. (laughs) It could be be a boss baby. Ooh. Ooh, He's played by Alec Baldwin. Destroy Choo Choo, the capitalist baby monkey. I'm here to make money... And fuck the system, okay? I'm gonna. Yeah, there's gonna be a choo choo uh, point of view episode where he's like, "Mm, yes, we've gotta loosen the regulations on banana production so that our profits can rise. Ah, see, that's the beauty of asset price inflation. It really helps the monkey economy do its thing. Okay. I don't know what any of those words were, but I'm sure they're real. I remember seeing a hard drive headline at one point, Mm -hmm. something about. redistributing the wealth of Donkey Kong's banana hoard. <laughs> Does it go to his next of kin? Oh, it goes to everyone. Oh, very nice. Choo-choo anyway. immediately chokes on a cookie uh, to the extent that it is sticking out his neck to the size of his head and his face starts turning black from choking. But they feed him some tea and it's fine. It gets all gluggy so he can swallow it and he's like, oh. The first of many hilarious Choo-choo bits. We all love Choo-choo. He's basically the, um, who's a mascot from Jojo's? There isn't really one. Iggy. He's the Iggy of Utena. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other potential mascots. He is the... Rohan Kishibe Koichi. He is the Koichi of revolutionary girl Utena, yeah. but with no powers. Or Smokey. Or Plot. No, I don't like that comparison. No, not um, Smokey. Poco. Not Poco. Definitely not Poco. No one liked Poco. The, um, Sex Pistols. Yeah, he's the Sex Pistols. Wait, who are the Sex Pistols? Mr. Stand. Little, little boy ah, guys. Ah, yes. Yeah. He's the Sex Pistols... Combined into one monkey of revolutionary girl Utena. Yeah. He's the forever, the stand user of the sh- ship strength of <laughs> Utena. Because they're both monkeys. Mon- apes. Y- yes. <laughs> A monkey's apes. So is there <laughs> with Choo Choo. So the monkeys are primates. Primates. Easy does it. Primate is the taxonomy. And primate is the fighting type Pokemon that has evolved from Mankey. You know Mankey has fur? Yeah. Like, hair fur? Yeah. Like, have you ever seen him clean that fur? What are you talking about? I'm talking about the fact that it's all mangy, like, manky. Like, his hair is actually manky. Like, what is... What an appropriate name. Oh. Oh, We got there. I don't know if I'm fit to talk about Pokemon ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. I'm engaged to you, Miss Utena, or for the purpose of clarity of communication in Japanese, Utena-sama, and she's like, please don't call me Utena-sama. That's that's weird. It's I don't I don't like the idea of this. It's yeah, weird. I don't like this like hierarchical relationship. I'm just like a normal girl, you know, Rose Bride, I'm just I don't a normal get it. girl who might be a princess. It's um, not yeah. explicitly clear how much of that is metaphor at this point. Mm. And then uh, we get more exposition, and and it's um. Everything but them and the, w- the blue sky outside the window goes black and it's the camera rotating like between them such that they're moving and the window's moving yeah. from side to side. And everything else is just blackness. And it's like it goes left to right. And one point, right. we get a Jojo's Bizarre Adventure style colour palette shift. Ooh. It's a rose seal. All the student council members wear them and it's the whole deal with the duels. If you wear it, they'll duel you. Utena. I don't want to fight duels. Rutena looks at her ring and she's all like ah yikes meanwhile in the kendo room Sionji's being evil and staring at swords oh. and that's, that's that whole scene but then he's after the ad break, he's practicing with his sword and then Kiryu, the mysterious student council president, who is kind of cool, comes in and is like, oh, Sayonji, you rube. You absolute fuck. You really got fucked over yesterday. Oh, he says, am I disturbing you, Mr. Vice President? And Sayonji replies, no, you're generally, generally welcome in my domain, Mr. President. Which I think is just a great way. It like gives me a real, um, sorry, you go. I was just going to say, it's a great way to make sure that like, if- You have like your girlfriend or your significant other just, you know, come in one day and it's like, how are you going? You're generally welcome in my domain. It reminds me of in Diddy Kong Racing. Yep. When you'd enter a new zone, Uh the boss of that zone would be like, welcome to my domain. (laughs) (laughs) And then you would just... Race through it, destroying everything along the way. And then eventually working your way up to them. And then you defeat them and they'd be like, Pretty good, but you've got to race me again. Collect all the silver coins to face me. Ugh, the silver coins. Silver coin challenge sucks. Maybe one day I'll go back to those games and I'll kill them all. Of course, uh, we all stand, Whizpig, the uh, wizard from space who was an anthropomorphic pig. (laughs) Man, that game was crazy. (laughs) Is the Kendo team going to fight... Sorry, the Kendo team captain going to fight the middle school girl again? Yep. I am. I'm, I'm absolutely going to do it. Go- I'm Sionji, I'm now, an asshole. I didn't get this next part of the exchange. So he talks <clears> about, like, you know, I deserve the power to bring the revolution, blah, blah, blah. Oh, it's like, you know, Anthe's mine forever. That's what I've written in my exchange diary. And Kiri is like, you keep an exchange diary? Now, what is that? An exchange diary? Yeah. I assume it's something to do with the jewels. Oh, like a, like a ledger? Yeah, or may- maybe... Ah, I've got it. An exchange diary, or kokan mm-hmm. niki in Japanese, yep. is a notebook shared between friends who take it in turns to write in their thoughts or other comments. Oh. Exchange diaries were especially popular in Japan in the 1990s in ele- elementary and junior high schools, particularly among girls. Would you so it is meant to be a joke. Okay, like cool. This super serious guy being like, I keep it in my exchange diary. And, you and you as suppose an the implication is that Anthony would be writing the other half of it. Oh. So like, even though he's a horrible, abusive man, like he's, it's meant to be the joke that like he's, he's like still got a soft. soft, yeah, he's yeah. got a soft core, but he can't let anyone in. He can't let anyone in because he's too busy slapping women in the face. Man, what a guy. What an absolute upstanding citizen. Slapping women in the face, keeping an exchange diary. Yikes. Yeah. Oh. Anything else noteworthy about exchange diaries? For the this? format of an exchange diary can also be used for therapy because it gives someone a platform to write about their problems and experiences. Sometimes a lack of honesty can be an issue. However, the same is true in face-to-face therapy. Interesting. Okay. Okay. All right. So, uh, you know, we deciphered that joke. That was very much of its time and place. Mm. And now we understand. And now we understand. Now it's funny because we had it explained to us. <laughs> and now we've explained it to you, listener. And I'm sure and now, it's funny. Yeah, you find it funny. Ha. 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 Let out a single ha. Huh. You'll feel good. Yeah, especially if you're in public transport right mm-hmm. now. Let Just out go a very either. loud... Or You can either do a very... Okay, pick your poison. <laughs> a very loud, uh, exuberant ha, huh, or a quiet, calm ha. Huh. Do it, coward. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> your gods <laughs> command you. <laughs> And this is why we're getting rid of the patron for this exact... <laughs> of just like, now we can do this more. I mean, it was going to be the same anyway. Lavish dinner setting. And, and, and Utena... Oh, we're we're like, in Utena's place. Yeah, in the... the abandoned... Com- the common dining hall of the empty dorm room. And she's got this enormous amount of food in front of her. Mm-hmm. It's like a full-on feast with, like, full bento, plus sides, plus bread. Bread rolls, fruit salad, soup. S- more bread. More So much bread. Corn chips. Uh, more salt s- and more pepper more salad more bread it's mostly bread there's <laughs> a lot of bread <laughs> it's difficult to draw things that aren't bread in well, anime well to be fair to be fair anime bread looks delicious it does but you know what looks the most delicious the bread in Aladdin in Aladdin yeah no don't know I'm googling imaging uh huh Aladdin bread and you are gonna wear your pants that delicious bread fuck I'm, I was wrong shit it does look pretty good That looks like a rock. Yeah, now (laughs) see, now I'm back out again. (laughs) I had you when I lost you. Yep. Depends on the scene. Depends on the scene. And also all the Ghibli food, obviously. Oh, well, I mean, Ghibli is, you know, par for the course. Good shit. Are we really the only ones here? Yep. Another one of those weird rose seal things. And then Choo Choo runs in and starts frantically like grabbing at her... Her sleeve yeah. gets like a fork and is like, no, danger. Danger. But obviously he doesn't say that. He gestures it. Yeah, he charades because Anthea is outside and so is Sayonji. <gasps> he's back and he's like, why, Well, Why won't you obey me anymore? Because I'm married to the Rose Bride. No, nope. no, I am the Rose Bride. And you well, lost. She, she's very demure because she's very softly spoken in general. But she's like, I'm sorry, Sayonji Senpai. I, I can't be and with that you. That Senpai. Ugh, dagger in his heart. Uh, and he's like... Didn't I, you devote yourself to me completely? Yep, but not anymore. Because that was when I was your bride and I'm not anymore. So things have changed. Our engagement is over. And then he, he furiously... So this is so weird. Because he like he takes a moment to compose himself, it looks like. like takes one of those calming breaths. Mm-hmm. And just slaps her in the fucking face. And he's all like, you... Fucking wretch, you, you whore! I'm gonna go post about re- oh, post on Reddit about this. <laughs> I'm gonna go onto that Reddit fucking alternative site. Yeah, it's like it's like vote or something. Ah, uh, parlor, parlor. How many are there? That's like the alt right Twitter. Oh Jesus Christ! Anyway, I'm gonna go post there about how all women are bad and how. Have- Ah, sla- um, I'm trying to thread this needle as I make this joke. There's I, something about I, an incel I, I, here. Yeah, I do not have a firm landing on this one. Uh, I'm flying blind. Mayday, mayday. We R don't know enough about the old slash bride. rose bride incel. No, that's just saying the words. Yeah, that's what a subreddit is. Um, R slash rosecuck. <laughs> <laughs> we we didn't get there. But we all did. Four out of ten. So close You're a disgrace He said And then Utena's voice Cuts through the darkness No you're a disgrace You fuck <laughs> you loser She's in the doorway and So is Choo Choo With a little fork Prepared to charge at <laughs> <laughs> him With his mighty weapon I only lost our duel yesterday Because I un- underestimated you Why don't we duel again And She's like no No don't be ridiculous But then he's like Come on And she's like alright <laughs> no, no 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 He's like You know that If you don't accept the duel You're gonna get kicked out of school Because we're the student council and we can do that. I'm pretty sure at our school, the student council couldn't do that. The most I could do was say, can we get coke in the fridge? And And I would say no. Yeah, the school was like, no, but you can get solo. You can get deep spring mineral water. And we were like, cool, that's close enough. Time for challenge. And then he steps on Choo Choo on his way out because he's a little bitch. Sorry, bastard. (laughs) He's a little fuck. Yeah, he's a little, little bastard. So he's all like, look, we can kick you out of school if you don't accept the duel. Walks off. Didn't you say you weren't going to fight any more duels, Miss Ultana? I did. But I have to now, don't I? I'll just lose on purpose. I mean, the rules are very specific on this. And then I'll finally get this big dorm room to myself. <laughs> I thought the whole point was that if she loses the... No, never mind. If she loses the duel, then Anthony goes back to psychology. True. So she gets... Like, she already didn't like living with just the two people in there. Do you think she's going to like living there alone more? Oh, who knows? Who knows where this could take her? Shadow puppet playtime. Hey, did you hear? Did you hear the new? Did you hear? They're going to duel again in the secret duel forest. And like the shadow puppets turn into cowboy silhouettes like, there's a snake in my boot. Sorry, kapow. Someone's poisoned my waterhole. I'm going to lose intentionally. But losing may be harder than you think. And someone in the foreground holds up a cactus. (laughs) And just drags it across the screen. Yep, because they're doing a little like horse riding silhouette thingy. I really hope we never find out who does these shadow puppets. I hope it's just an abstract, like, let's spell out the themes for a little while. (laughs) It reminds me a bit of, Nick, have you ever played Pathologic? Oh no! But I watched a guy who basically explained. Uh, it Ah, you watched H Bomber Guy's two-hour pathologic video? Nope, I watched Mandalore Gaming's two-part uh, series on pathologic. Ah, uh, I think that was referenced in H Bomber Guy's. Ah, Just check there you out go. his video too. Okay. Um, two hours is a long time. As but... you probably know from mm-hmm. that video. Yep. <laughs> um, at the end of every day in Pathologic, you're invited to go to the playhouse. Yes. Where actors reenact and foreshadow the events of the game. Mm. These shadow puppet things are very similar to that in a storytelling sense. Hey, do you want to know a massive spoiler about that that you probably already know about? I do. Spoilers for Pathologic. Skip ahead to. I don't think we're going to put a time yeah, I'm in. I'm not but... going to do that. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> uh, so it turns out those two puppet or the the two actor guys yep. are actually just the proxies for the developers. Yeah. So at the end of the game, when you're like, hey, what the- was this all After about? After you've gone and met God and been gone, God has been like, oh, none of this mattered. Yeah. We're just children playing around. Yeah. Once then, you do that, then, then it's like the then, developers are just like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, this is what this meant because we thought it was funny. Yeah. And it was like, oh, oh, okay. But that's not to say in their role as players in, on the theatre, they aren't performing an mm. important storytelling and thematic purpose. Indeed. But where does that put meaning? And where does that put the, these developers who are developing the world of Utena? <laughs> and this mysterious cactus that moves across the screen time for duel it's time to do 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 duel do i want to get that sound bite to drop that in yeah that's more work i'll get it for you i mean like, it's easy to get no i'll get it for you i'll oh, wait, see how actually, I feel no, I while won't. i'm editing yeah okay
1: it's time to do
0: Anyway, we, get, we are treated, again, mm-hmm. to the whole activate the huge staircase and walk up the huge spiral staircase while the lyrics sing about the absolute destiny apocalypse again. I hope we see this in full every time. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's like this whole bit with the whole duel is so good. So, okay, so it's, it's, it's even more elaborate than last time though mm-hmm. because now as she's walking up Anthe, already up the top in her huge red gown raises her hand and then like epaulets appear on Utena's uniform as she walks and she gets <gasps> like some accent frills at the base <gasps> just like new armour hitting her out in dual gear as she mm. walks up the stairs really cool the giant upside down palace is rotating in the sky it's shining a beacon of light down onto the duel arena unclear how literal that is and there Standing resplendent and powerful Utena yep yeah. no words this time as uh as anthea fixes the roses to each of their lapels you know the rules, knock the rose off. great time to pull a sword out of anthe's chest Utena this time the sword of Dios. oh and which as the same listener pointed out, uh you know that's as we know from our Jojo discussion that's like very blatantly like God right okay, sword of God, gotcha yeah. So, important moment. But possibly in a Shinto sense. I'm still not quite clear on that. Yeah. You know, and where there's like, you know, the local gods of Shinto, or whatever. Yeah. So, important moment, as you pointed out, Sionji throws away his sheath. Yeah, which I understand in like samurai media is a thing that, um, that a samurai type character will do when they are signifying they have no intent to surrender and will fight to the death. Because it's like, no putting this sword back in the sheath. I don't even have the sheath anymore. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah, and he's got his katana now rather than the Sword of Dios because, of course, Utena is wielding that. Because mm. um, so... it's the first time it's happening with Utena, we really shouldn't brush over the fact that Anthe summons a huge golden orb in front of her chest and then bends backwards like 90 degrees for Utena to pull the sword out of her chest. And as she pulls it out, she says, Grant me the power of the... To bring the world revolution. That's How does one. she know that line? Unclear. Well, oh, she probably watched. Crucially, <laughs> yeah. um... We can also see Anthe's face reflected in the blade as oh, she's drawing shit. it. That is some detail. Yeah. Really appreciate that for a 90s anime. Yeah. She's so got the sword. and It uh, shines beautifully. Pings off the ring. The bells ring. And Sayonji, they brief exchange of, uh, of blows. blows. And the, uh, the song kicks in. Uh, which is it's, basically just talking about the history of the world. Uh, it's the different epochs of time. So yep. it's like, you know. Cambrian. Ordovician, Silurian, uh, Divine. Paleozoic. Of course, the Silurians are a popular race of uh, prehistoric creatures in Doctor Who. Oh, I wonder where <laughs> they got the name from. Uh, uh, and we'll just mention it now because we'll stop talking about the song. But when the killing blow is struck in this duel, uh, not killing, but you know what I mean. Yeah. All the lyrics just go, Ammonite, <laughs> <laughs> in a way that I found very charming. Oh, it's so good. I love it. When I say all the lyrics, that's just me misusing musical terminology. I mean all the vocalists. It's like a chorus. Yeah. So they all just stop and go, Ammonite. Yeah. It's like, oh yes. Yeah, I have no, I have no oh, idea yes. what we're doing here. It's so good. Is it a rock or is it a time? No one knows. So they're duelling, ex- exchanging blows, crossing swords. And at one point, Sionji's like, you think you're going to fucking beat me? You think you're going to fucking beat me? Nah. Yeah. You've got no chance. Just a reminder, Utena intends to lose this duel and then Sayonji is misreading her intent, being like, ah, you understand. You put the rose above the value of your own life. That is why you'll lose. And of course, uh, uh, famous sky pervert Kiryu (laughs) is over on the nearby tower watching through his opera binoculars again. (laughs) Being like, well, this is Mm, a very interesting development. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The Sword of Deus has no special power by itself. You must be a great swordsman anyway I'm gonna gonna defeat you now and, and then, then he kicks her kicks her away Utena falls to the floor mm-hmm. and he's like the sword and anthea are mine and it's my glory for I'm Sionji. Give me back my girl. But then, as he raises his hand for the winning blow, he eats his own fucking words. Because. Oh, the, the sword doesn't have both a power zone. Both the hilt of the. like the gemmed area on the hilt of the sword mm-hmm. and her, Utena's rose seal ring mm-hmm. start to glow. <gasps> and a beam of light and energy emanates from the, the sky castle, castle up above. Yep. Yep. What a weird show this is. <laughs> And a man who is unmistakably, like he's semi-transparent. So he's like an apparition Mm -hmm. of clearly the prince in the prologue, Mm -hmm. Utena's prince that she's here to find, Mm -hmm. descends into her body, but is obscured by like a white rose loading sign. Which I don't know if that's... That made me think it was like some sort of censorship thing at first. Yeah. But surely not. Surely not. Surely, but and I don't then she know. stands up and she's full of fighting spirit, even though she had intended to lose. And then she defeats him, and that same rose obscures everything. Mm. In a in a small snapshot moment, everything turns black and red. Yep, And Then Ammonite happens, <laughs> and then the next shot is her post samurai slash, and she's defeated him. And Kiryu from his pervert tower nearby is like, "What was that?" Aha! Oh, and Sandy so Short is. Sionji short. Sionji's Shion- short. Shion- short yeah. is shattered. Uh Sionji Short is shattered by the power of the sword of Dios. Yeah. Was mm. that the power to bring revolution? The power of Dios? Maybe. Anyway, I won now. And then they're back home. Yeah, and she Utena's having a cake. Utena is using one finger to keep Choo Choo away from the cake as he desperately runs towards it. Mm. Anthe walks in and is all like, how are you? you didn't doing? lose. And uh Utena's like, nope. No. But only cause. For little Choo Choo here. I didn't want Choo Choo to go on without, you know. Sionji would mistreat him. Yeah. Not like Sionji would mistreat you or anything. Not like I've seen him slap you in the face twice in two oh, episodes. But Liam, we as the viewer know what's really going on. It's sapphic tension. No, well, yeah, but also, <laughs> but also, but, <laughs> but also, oh, I had to do it. For Choo Choo not to be abused. Nutaina mm. uh, uh, hates to show her true motivations. Exactly. She can't be like, oh, well, I, I, I mean, I didn't want you to be abused. I just didn't want Choo Choo to be abused. Episode three. But everyone knows what's going on. Here we go. Episode three. It's the most important episode, possibly, of the entire series. Well, crucially, uh, this is the episode on the Night of the Ball, which, as we discussed last episode, uh, the producer of Revolutionary Girl Utena highlighted this sort of episode as, like, crucial to their storytelling. Mm. And might I say, it's a good ep, yeah. despite not having any huge action sequences. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I said despite, but, you know. As Utena... Continues to adjust to her life with her new roommate, mm-hmm. she starts to realise how few friends Anthony actually has. <laughs> Fuck me. Roasted. <laughs> By IMDB. Oh my god. Okay, so. We, so. We open. We get with, the we get the Rose prologue. Yeah, we get the prologue again that's like, yeah, her parents died. She wanted to become a prince, and in this episode, does she become a prince or what? Man, so she wants to become a prince, and then she's got the big pomp on her the legs, she wakes up in her bunk. Choo yeah. Choo is also sleeping Chuchu somewhere. Choo sleeps else. on the top of her bunk for some. She's got the top bunk, Anthony has the bottom bunk because they've got a sort of top bottom thing going on, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> Symbology <laughs> and shit. But all I've got is this ring. This ring that all the student council members have and lets me duel them. Did that prince even exist? I don't know. Anthony walks in. It's like, oh, hello, good morning. Yeah. Hey, are we ever going to have anyone else come to our meals? As they sit at their feast. Are you ever going to make any other friends? I have friends. I've got Choo Choo here. Yeah, but like other friends. Hilarious Choo Choo bit where he drinks a glass of water and then it gets stuck on his face and then he pulls it off and the suction power elongates his face and we have to push his face back in. We all love physical comedy. Choo Choo, a beloved character. I'm all about him. Whenever Choo-Choo isn't on screen, Choo-Choo, yeah. So we, we, we agree he's the Koichi. <laughs> oh God, yes. Whenever he's not around, we want him to be around. Everyone should be asking, where is Choo-Choo? Bring us Choo-Choo. Bring him to us, listener. <laughs> so there's this whole sequence here where, once again, Utana is objecting to being called uh, Miss Utana slash Utena-sama. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're walking to school. And then, like, scores of girls, like, all the girls in the school are like, Utena-sama, good morning. Oh, why? Well, hello there. Hello, hello. hello. How like, are you doing? Yeah, she's polite. And she's like, uh, look, I... I, it's fine with them because I can tell they're not serious like you are. You're genuinely calling me, like, your wife. Your You're genuinely wife. being differential to you. So, so unsettling. Can, can you not do that? Because it's weird. Despite appearances, I'm a totally normal girl. I don't want a bride. I want a totally normal boy. Hello, miss. It's me, the student council president. Kiddo, you. I'm a totally normal no, boy. No, You say. can tell because I'm seven feet tall and a fire red hair. No, Say the exact line that he says. Hi there. I'm Toga Kiriu, Student Council President, and totally normal boy. Now I think that's a great way to introduce <laughs> yourself. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna change my Twitter bio to totally normal boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna change mine to Hi, I'm Nick Valentine, Student Council <laughs> President. Student Council President, totally normal boy. Oh, so you're 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 with the Rose Bride? Oh yeah, you are into that dueling stuff huh? too? Yeah. Did anyone give you? You told anyone about our secret duel cult? Uh, oh, you know how it goes. No, no. They'd all think I was crazy. So he's really, like, sizing her up in this in this scene. Like, he runs a hand through her hair, which is creepy. Mm-hmm. But from his, like, facial expressions, I get the impression he's just, like, trying to, like, feel out her reaction more than actually trying to... Mm. He's a true psychopath. <laughs> he's just really being like, so how do I win, you Well, rather than, like, trying to, like... I'm, Look, having, I'm having is a... trouble articulating this. I get the impression that rather than like trying to make her uncomfortable for the sake of his pleasure or for the sake of making her uncomfortable, mm. I get the impression that this like hair stroke was like, to, to, to see that she would in fact like smack his hand aside as she does mm. now. And then understand, right, ah, that's she, the yes, boundary. She is a force to be reckoned with. Mm. So this episode, they meet obviously because they've just met. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and like there's a sort of like, semi-flirty thing going on between the two of them. Obviously, he's intrigued by her because he's been watching her from his Skypervert castle. Of course. Uh, and she, like, briefly in this episode, sees that he has one of those rose signets and is like, is he my prince? I'm not, I'm not certain where their relationship is going, but here's what, what I want it to be. Okay. So, he's the student council president, so he's clearly going to be, like, a significant <laughs> obstacle to her at some point. I thought he, you were going to say a significant power <laughs> with which... Because he's, he's like the authority figure amongst what are for now probably going to be our group of antagonists, right? Yes. Even though they're all rivals in amongst themselves. But what I would like it to be is that like they've got kind of a... A will-they-won't-they they vibe? Not a will-they-won't-they they vibe, but like, probably, like, initially, like, a semi-flirty antagonistic relationship yeah. that eventually evolves into, like, a grudging respect. Mm. And even though he's probably the ultimate antagonist of this first season, it's going to be like, oh, yeah, I'll give you a tip on how to get these other guys out of the way, because I know that, uh, at the end, it's going to be you and me. And she's going to be like, yeah, whatever, I can beat you up. Yeah, okay. I'd like that. That'd be fun. Like, grudging respect, semi-flirty relationship. I reckon there's probably going to be some more fucked up shit along the way. Yeah, he could... He, he, he could be like, oh, I know that they all do this I'm weird I'm not sure shit, if but... he's evil or not yet. <laughs> no one does. Sionji, clearly evil. His sister that we meet this episode, clearly evil. <laughs> clearly. Mickey? Unclear. Unclear, but probably also evil. Orange haired girl? Unclear, Very probably unclear. evil. Very unclear, yeah. Let's be friends. It's not like we don't share a bond. Look at this signature... I don't know why my voice for him is like a bad Matt Barry impression. Hi, I'm Matt Barry. I can hear you, revolutionary girl, Lieutenant. <laughs> so he's like, I've also got this rose petal ring. And she's like, what? Um, Are you my prince? Yeah, why don't oh. we be friends? And she's all like, maybe, but mm. don't touch my hair ever again. And then he walks off and they do that same... Ride the elevator and talk about the eggshell monologue. Oh, it's so good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They appear one by one. Student council meeting. Yesterday, Sayonji lost again. That rube. He's been crying in his room ever since. What about this Utena, though? Is she trying to bring revolution? No. She has not gotten a letter from End of the World. She's just kind of doing her own thing. So then why does she have a rose ring? Hmm. Hmm. Class break. Utena is watching Sayonji and a gaggle of girls no, through her no, window. No, not Sayonji. Sorry, Kiryu. Orange hair. Yeah. Mr. President. Mr. President. Of course, the uh, turtle stand from Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh, what a show. And then Wakaba basically just kills them both. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> so... She's leaning... At, Utena's leaning at the window, and we get a classic glomp from Wakaba... Being all like, I love you, Utena! That almost makes them both fall out the window until Utena uses her fierce upper body strength to push up them. Well, basically do a... A, a gymnast a, landing. A burpee. A burpee? What yeah. the hell's a burpee? That's when you go down and like you do a... Go down for a push-up and throw your legs back out. Then get back up and do a jump. All in one motion. Oh, I see. Basically there's like an, an, a raised burpee. Okay, sure. Weird choice of term, but yep. And she lands in a gymnast pose. Sticks the landing. Wakaba's still on her back. Hey, that was kind of dangerous, man. And Wakaba's like, what do you mean? Oh, I see. You're spying at Toga, aren't you? Oh, don't worry about him, though. Oh, you take blushes. Like, no. I'm not spying on anyone. I'm just looking out the window at a specific person. Oh, don't, don't get interested in him, though. He's the biggest playboy on campus. All the n- these broken hearts. The number of hearts that have been broken by him? All the rumours oh, at they- school are about that. There's no way the prince I met once as a child could be a playboy. And then the playboy looks up at Utena's general direction and then Walks begins off. to walk off. The gaggle of girls follows. Ooh! By the way, Utena, who's your dorm mate, Anthy? Oh, really? I that's that's a shame. I hear hear there's a lot of bad rumors about what she did to a popular boy. Hmm. Kids can be so cruel. Who would that have been? Ah. Was it Sionji? Yeah. Oh. Because right now, for the third time in three episodes, Anthe is being slapped in the face. By, this time not by Sionji though. Do you think Anthe slaps are uh, the dead dogs of Revolutionary Girl Lieutenant? I think maybe, but I'm not sure. Like, because we can tell that someone is a bad person because they slap Anthe. Oh, yes. In the same way we can tell someone is a bad person because they kill a dog. True, true. Okay, I, yeah, I can get on board with that. If they slap Anthe, they're definitely just a bad human being. I mean, you know, if you slap anyone in the face unprompted. <laughs> Probably a bad human, But especially yeah. in the storytelling sense of Revolutionary Girl Lieutenant. Yeah, let's slap this defenceless... Hashtag protect Anthe. Yeah, this defenceless human being who clearly wanted absolutely nothing to do with you because she, she doesn't have any friends. She just wants or... to tend her garden and play with her little monkey friend. mm She's got friends. (laughs) Like Choo Choo. Yeah. I Choo Choo choos you. Oh no. (laughs) So So these these mean girls. girls, These three girls. Nameless mean girls are like, You ruined Sai He'll never be the same thanks to you. He won't come out of the kendo room. You are the worst, Anthony. The fucking worst. But then, oh, yellow rose frame, a significant character is here. Nanami. (gasps) Nanami? Beautiful blonde hair. She scares them off and is like... If you have any problems with them, go tell the student council. Oh no, sorry. She scolds uh, the girl as being like, Hey, if you got problems, report it to the student council. Not say a teacher or anything. No, the student council, obviously. The authority <laughs> figure in the school. Yeah. Thank you for saving me. Anthe says. Mm-hmm. After the girls are scared off. Yep. Ah, I can see that you're popular with the boys, Anthe. That's probably why they all want you to be the dancing queen. At- Anthe's like, they want me to what? at the dance party this weekend you've been nominated you should totally come i've wanted to be your friend for a long time i'm normal i'm not sincere i mean sorry (laughs) imagine yeah that that is also an accurate description of the situation what i meant to say was i'm normal i'm not sinister right (laughs) but she is and also she's not sincere she's so sinister it's like her eyes. Every time we see them, are like, "Hey, you know, like her eyes are doing evil laugh posture." Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I know exactly what you mean. And she's just looking at Anthy, be like, "Oh, I've got plans for you, Anthy." So there's a there's an ad break here. Then after that, there's what I thought was a genuinely good, uh, um, bit bit of like physical comedy. Yep. So it's it's a point of view shot, uh, and it's two people playing like old maid or equivalent game Mm -hmm. cards Anthe and the unseen player that we assume is Utena because she's having a conversation Mm -hmm. and it's like Anthe draws a card like oh no I fell for it I got the Joker Ah." and Utena's all like "Ah." do you really not have any friends yeah I do look right here and we see camera pulls out slightly she's not playing cards with Utena she's playing cards with Choo Choo of course and immediately Utena's like yeah but But I mean like like other people that talk English delivery Delivery. A delivery for Madame Utena and Madame Anthe Himamea. Okay, we are being consistent because I was just checking that it's Anthe Himamea and Utena Tenjo. So we are being consistent with the names we use for them rather than mixing up family name and individual name. We are on board. But Kiryu is his surname. Is it? Yeah, because it's Toga Kiryu. But we we are holding him at arm's length because we suspect him, so that's fine. We don't call him by first name. I guess it's also Nanami Kiryu. Because they're Kiryu. siblings. Yes, I suppose so. Fact check. Nanami. Nanami Kiryu. Tell me, Nanami, what is your last name? Is yeah, it Kiryu? Nanami Kiryu. Oh, there you go. Boom. So when we say Kiryu in general, though, we'll probably mean Toga because the, we the like mis- Yakuza and that's her name from that. <laughs> we like Mr. President. <laughs> so they get this weird delivery. They each get a dress and invitations to the dance. Um, inside Choo Choo finds some kind of small pill. I think it's meant to be like that, uh, the silica gel tablet thing. And he eats it and he throws up. Yep. Classic Classic Choo Choo. Classic Choo Choo. Anyway, these two boxes... How are you still alive, you little minx? These two boxes contain, for Anthe, one green flowing dress. And for Utana one pink flowing dress. Isn't it white? Sort of white pink. White pink. Yeah. With a rose on the top of it mm. like as a as a crow sh- I don't want this damn thing I don't wear dresses and I'm not even invited to the party no there's an invite in there too uh, and then there's a brief flashback saying yep the, I got this delivery for you yep. um, they definitely wanted you to have these so take them so the thing is Utena doesn't want to go but and Anthe also doesn't want to go because she gets social anxiety mm. but Utena wants Anthe to go so that Anthy will make other human friends and Utena can get away from her for a bit <laughs> So she doesn't have to look over her every second. Yeah. But Anthea is resistant. So they She's go like, together. Ah. They, they basically make it so that Anthea's like, oh, I'll go with you. And Nutan's like, I don't even want to go. And then Anthea goes, oh, but I don't want to go. And then Utan's like, but you have to go. It's like, well, I guess we will go then. Uh-huh. And Nutan's like, oh, all right then. Shadow puppet time. <laughs> <laughs> One, two. And um, they basically just recap that the ball is coming up and like all the girls are interested in boys and we keep cutting to close-ups on of one or two dogs. And they say one or one two. Mm-hmm. If there's one or two dogs. They may call it a ball, but it's much easier to just call it a man trap. Ooh. Ah. That's not what my ball was like. <laughs> all right. Yep. Okay, big luxurious ballroom. Lots of people there who aren't in colour, so you know they're not real characters. Ah, they're just silhouettes of background extras. They're pathetic NPCs. Non- non-bourgeois entities that exist at this school. Kiryu standing on the luxurious uh, balcony staring at the night sky and someone sneaks up and covers his eyes. Guess who? <gasps> It's, uh, Choo Choo. Leave me alone, Nanami. Oh, it's Nanami. Oh, that bitch. But isn't it a nice night, big brother, who I've clearly got, like, too strong feelings for based (laughs) on the event of this episode? And he's all like, how did I get such an adoring sister? He says with exhaustion. Uh, then the... Guy who runs the 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 ball. Yeah, the MC is like, Hello everyone, hope you're having a great time. So just a reminder. There's uh, a dance queen. Now everyone get your votes in and hopefully you could be the one who wins. And then there's an uproar and a murmur because who is here? (gasps) Why, Why? coming down the stairwell. (laughs) That was there, but a moment ago is, is beautiful ball gowns. Kiryu is breathless. <gasps> Nanami is <Smirking>. scheming. <laughs> she's always she's okay. I don't know if this is a reference you'll get, but all my Riverdale stands out. Will she's the Cheryl Blossom of this show? Hmm, I didn't get it. Okay, Cheryl Blossom <laughs> is one of the Blossom twins in Riverdale, right? And, and wider Archie comics mm-hmm. fiction. But in Riverdale, she is an absolute agent of chaos. Always scheming, sometimes for no good reason. Okay. (laughs) And just always doing mischief for the fun of it or for personal advancement. And that is Nanami. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep, I can follow. Based on the one episode we've had with her. (laughs) Uh, so we get a rose oh. frame of like pink petals. Yep. Utena in girls' clothes. Unusual. She's beautiful. All the girls love her. And who's that with her? Why, it's Auntie, that girl that no one seems to want to hang out with yeah. for any reason. And then Nami is like, Why, big brother? All you've talked about lately is Himamea. So I invited her. And then she walks off, and then Kiryu's like, Ah, oh, Utena. <laughs> She's like, Nami, you rube. You fucked up. <laughs> She looks so beautiful in that dress. Yep. Uh, Utena's like, ah, oh, I'm really regretting wearing this ball gown. And Anthony's all like, don't regret it, you look good. Yep. yep. Nanami comes up like, oh, Anthony, looks look so great in that dress. Come this way so I can carry you. Anthony, and clearly that uncomfortable. I mean, carry in the uh, dump pig's blood on you sense, not in the pick you up and carry you mm. sense. Anthony, uh, Anthony? Yeah. Anthony, looking deeply uncomfortable, is taken away from Utena yeah. and Utena our canny protagonist is like oh she does have a friend <laughs> <laughs> oh that's nice oh go on then play with the bully and then Kiryu emerges out of the background like you probably didn't see me approach because my hair is the same color as the curtains <laughs> It really is. <laughs> My God, um, utena has got a rose in her hair and a rose on her brooch. It's almost mm. like they're doing something with the rose symbolism in this show. I don't know what. Yet, no way though. of knowing. Yeah, with her hot pink hair as well. Mm. Yeah. This thing doesn't suit me at all. Oh, I think you look marvelous. That's why I bought you this thing. And would you please dance with me? We're so nice together. Utena looks a bit uncomfortable. Looks away from some, him. Some slight anime blushing. Uh, but we don't get a response yet because uh. Anthea is taken into the middle. <laughs> and they're of dancing, the room. and Nanami looks so evil. And then suddenly Nanami walks away. Oh my god! And there's so many people, and she's having an anxiety attack. All the faces start blurring together. The mean girls are like that dumb wench. She's wearing the special dress. <laughs> it's green. Uh. And then Nanami nods to a steward. <laughs> yep, some rube. Uh that girl who stole my brother from me is going to be humiliated. <laughs> the steward grabs some champagne Which, at this why, school ball. Yeah, that, that's very Riverdale. Why is there champagne <laughs> at the school dance? Because they're all seniors. Like they say, I suspect that this might be a um a 90s anime dub. Removing reference to alcohol sort of thing. Yep. Because they say, like, the dress reacts specially when water gets on it. Oh. Even though this is clearly carbonated champagne. Oh, it's carbonated water <laughs> that's in a glass champagne bottle. Yeah. Legally distinct yeah. from champagne. Oh no, she got her special dress all wet. Terrible! What happens when you spill water on it? <laughs> <laughs> so the steward spills the champagne on it. It's all wet, and then we see it dissolving away. Oh no! <gasps> Meanwhile, uh, Utana rebuffs Kiryu. He's like, like, "No, no please, no. please! I'm not into these, these these sort of events." Look, no offense. I'm a tomboy. But... I'm Utana. I, I want to be a prince, not a princess. Then, then why did you come? Well, I thought you might have been my special boy. You know, my, my prince that I've been looking for all these years, but I, I just, I don't oh, know. Oh no, my friend, Anthy, has like had all her clothes melted away by evil water. There's a scream, Anthy's in the middle of the room. Nanami is gloating. And Getting. Kiryu recognises that Nanami is gloating. Like, ugh. Oh. Nanama, you scheming witch. Sisters, what can you do? You know? Okay, so he says, he says, oh, just when things were going my way. Like, moments ago, Utana was like, no, please leave me alone. Oh, it was all going according to plan. But then, dramatic, like, box in and music sting as Utana rips off her dress, Yakuza style, and to reveals reveal her full dual uniform underneath it, complete with epaulettes, uh, in the rose frame. Yep. And she's like, you, Lengthy. She leaps off the top of the stairs, bounces off a table covered in food. And Which then... I think was the steward's thing where he had the champagne. Yeah. And then, like, lands immediately next to Anthe, rips a tablecloth off a nearby table and immediately fashions it into a tasteful toga slash ball gown. With a rose at the top of it from the tablecloth. Haha, <laughs> I'm here to save you. Choo Choo runs over to a vinyl... Pops it onto the plate. Pops player, on a nice tasteful waltz. Then falls off because it's spinning, and then just spins with it. Yep, classic choo choo. And then you, Uta- Utana and Anthy begin doing a waltz. Yep, and they are they are spotlit. And then suddenly, all around them, everyone's watching. And they're beautiful. And there are rose petals falling. <laughs> And they look into each other's eyes and Utena's like, don't worry, I'm here for you. And Anthe's all like, I'm also here for you, but under very different obligation circumstances. Nanami, in the back of the room, also lit by a spotlight, is like, "Alone!" can't believe my plan has been foiled. Who is that girl? And then Toga sidles up to her and is like, hey, that special girl dancing with uh, Anthe, that's my special girl. I like her a lot. Mm. Utena and then that like immediately looks like red flag to a bull for Nanami being like oh I've gotta kill Utena we're in a sword fight next episode are you saying Utena is b- desired Utena. by my brother our pronunciation is slipping from habit U- Utena 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 Utena. U- Utena Utena No, yeah you're right
1: Utena my brother
0: gave a dress to that girl can't stand for that time to kakem him no <laughs> no oh no oh, no. oh. Well, anyway. And they have a marvellous dance. And that's the end of the episode. Oh, that's and nice. And that is the, the Night of the Ball, the crucial episode upon which... The we fulcru- understand. The fulcrum of storytelling upon which this show turns. We get uh, Utena reject Utena, yeah, Utena rejecting Kid a normal boy. Yep. In favour of her... In favour of being a prince for a damsel in, dis- in distress. Exactly. Her rose fiancé. Anthe being all like, oh, you know what? Uh, Utena is pretty okay. And Nanami being like, I've got to destroy them because <laughs> I have too strong feelings for my brother. Kiryu being kind of a dumb asshole boy in the sense of like, I got to get that girl. I don't want you. Ah, she's in my hands. And yeah, Kiryu's a real neutral presence in this episode, ultimately. <laughs> like, he kind of creeps on her, but like... He's not like, scheme- actively scheming against her at this point. Mm. And the creeping is clearly legit, like 90s sexual politics that haven't aged well, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's not great. <laughs> but it's like, I feel like in the context of the show, it's not meant to be overtly sinister. Yeah, no. I feel like everything is very relatable where you know the feelings that they're all going through. But at the same time, you're like, this is clearly wrong. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's something we're going to have to try to work hard to decipher. Like with like the hair stroke, for instance, Mm. things that like, you know, in 2021 are clearly like violations of personal boundaries. But in the 90s, may not have been considered that to that extent. Like in, in certain contexts, it could be like, oh, you're so beautiful. Well, it's very anime. Yeah. Yeah. And there's the melodrama aspect too. Hmm. Very Shakespearean like, my dear, your hair, it flows. Get the fuck off me. So Nick, highlights and lowlights for these two episodes. (sighs) Do you want me to do a highlight per episode? No. Okay. We do not have time for that. Okay. My highlight would have to be... Hmm... Honestly, honorable mention to uh, Magnolia Waltz moment cuz I the thought book. yeah, the book yep. because I thought that was going to be a drawn out like oh no, she's got depression, she's mad at me cuz I beat up the boy she likes. Oh no. Or just like she's sad because she realized the boy that she liked is just an asshole in general yeah. and thus, you know, her world is crumbling around her or it was something. Was a good fake out. Yeah. And then it was like, no, she's fine. It's like, oh, there you go. You don't need to worry about that. Mm. Honorable mention, but Clearly the best bit was Utena saving the damsel oh, in absolutely. Because perfectly comes in with the themes. Mm-hmm. All of it is like synergized. Dramatic together. Dramatic clothes rip to reveal oh, secondary outfits. So good. You know I'm a sucker for that sort of thing. It's so mm-hmm. good. Agreed. Yep. Lowlights. Low lights. Um, I want to say my lowlight is going to be the student council meeting in the <gasps> second episode. Because they didn't really say anything or do anything in it. The first, ep- <laughs> the first episode was, who is that girl? And playing cards. She has the rose petal. How the second interesting. second one was basically just like, Sayonji lost again. Yeah. And it's like, oh, to who? That girl. How interesting. Mm. That was it. I think my low light, uh, and I hesitate to say this because mm-hmm. it's really, really good. Mm-hmm. But I think my low light is the fact that I think the chick and the egg world and student council monologue is going to be a recurring piece of stock footage. Yeah, boy. Like, as, as a one-off. Amazing. Yeah. And I think once I adjust the idea that we're going to be seeing this over and over again, I'm going to be back on board. Yep. But right now. Yikes. Yeah. Mix it up a bit. Yeah. Cool. It is cool um, doing like one of these old 90s anime shows with like those recurring bits of footage just used over and over again. Like your Sailor Moon transformation sequences. Or like My Hero Academia. Yeah. Or, I don't know. What that's that's modern. Yeah. Do they do a lot of stock footage in that? They do a lot of repeated sequences to really hammer home. This is the I, moment he's referencing are they like do you mean like flashbacks? Yeah. That's not what I'm talking about. But there's a lot of them. Okay. There's when I say just, that's like Naruto storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. I mean like in Zoids, whenever they get into the Zoid and, oh. and it does the same sequence yeah, yeah, of yeah, yeah. Prepping I get, the Zoid right. over and over again. Yeah, no, no, there's not a lot of that, in my hero. <laughs> today. True, true. Which is weird, because being superheroes, you'd think they would have costume get-in sequences. No, they really don't, though. It's weird. Well, not weird, but it's just like, they're there, in their costumes already. Oh, they have that. Cool. Okay. (laughs) Great. Sure. I'll I'll believe it, yeah. Okay, so Nick. Yeah? That brings us to the end of our recap and discussion. And I want to ask you, Mm -hmm. and myself, Mm -hmm. what do we think will happen next time on Revolutionary Girl Utena? In episode four, and beyond that, episode five, but Mm -hmm. you know, that's uncharted territory. (laughs) Who knows? The sunlit garden, prelude. Mm. So there's a second one. We can Mm. assume. So I don't think we're going to fight Nanami this episode. No, she's going to retreat into the background a bit and scheme. Exactly. And then we might see her try something again and then Utena, sorry, Utena will outsmart her. Not outsmart, but just go, hey, fuckface, you're the one doing this. Ah, and then she'll be like, clearly I've got to take a more direct approach. Meet me at the dual castle in the forest. But does she I'll have see a... you after class. Did Nanami have a rose Oh, maybe thingy? she'll steal her brothers.
1: Ooh.
0: Anyway, it'll be some kind of intrigue and drama. Yeah. Um. Do you think we'll get a, um, so do you think we'll get another student council member? I don't know. doing a thing next up? Well, this is the thing. I don't think we're going to know what end of the, or who end of the world is. No, that's going to be, a long-term, thing, gonna I be a long-term thing. That's going to be a long-term thing. That's going to be the, uh, what's his name, from Sailor Moon of this, um, Mr. Tuxedo. Wait, you haven't watched Sailor Moon in a long time, No, have you? I haven't. It's no. very obvious who Tuxedo Mask is the whole time. No, 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 but he doesn't really reveal himself until the end oh, of yeah, Sailor yeah, Moon, yeah, and yeah. then they're like, oh my God. And what? then he gets kidnapped by Queen Beryl and brainwashed. Exactly, exactly. And then Sailor Moon's like, well, I got to actualize and save the day. Yep. Turns out I had the power inside me all along. And all my friends died. But then in the act of winning, I bring them back and we all lose our memories. Uh, and that's the way Sailor Moon arcs we work. Yikes. But then um, we get them back pretty quickly. Oh, good. I guess. <laughs> we all died. We all died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I lived. Yeah, you all saved me because yeah, but... I'm the least competent of us. But also the most powerful. Dun, 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 something. Yeah, that's um, pretty good the uh, well, Moon is an interesting show when you think about it like that. Yeah. So what am I? What am I thinking? What am I thinking? Okay, we're probably going to get another duel. This ep, I yeah. want to say, almost definitely. Either that, or it being sounding like it's at least two parter. Either that, or the setup to another one. Hmm. I, I wonder if it's going to be Kiryu, though. I think they're going to Young hold Mr. off on Kyrie for a while. Mm. He's, the, he's the president. You know. He's the president of the student council of. America. <laughs> I mean, where is this school? <laughs> Unclear. The mm. land, I think we said last the time. Land. I guess Auntie might try to be a bit more like, you don't have to worry about me, I'm okay. But then Utena might get a little angrier this time. Yeah. I hope. So do you think Mickey or Orange Haired Girl is next on the chopping block? Hmm. I mean, obviously Mickey is alluded to in the last bit of this episode. Is he? Oh, in the next time yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the yeah, next yeah. time on. But so, I don't know if he's going to be dueling. Hmm. Because right. it'd say, like, in the subtitles that we couldn't read because the YouTube buttons are in the way, like, mm. that's Mickey. He's only wa- ever fought one duel. So maybe the, like he will not duel for a long, long time. And it'll be like, nah, oh, Nutaner, you've pushed it too far. I'm Mickey. I'm going to have to duel you now. It turns out I'm secretly really good. No, it'll have something to do with the rules, uh, right? It'll you've be broken like, the rules. Yeah, you've broken the rules. They're very specific in things. And as the timekeeper and secretary, I have to uphold the rules. Ah, that's it. That's it. So maybe it's just a big misunderstanding. (gasps) Or an Anami scheme. Ah, she frames them for breaking the as yet undefined rules. Maybe there's something to do with the garden where it's like, Anthe has to maintain the garden. If she doesn't, there's something like, well, i got to duel you. Yep. Maybe. Well, I guess we'll never know. We'll never know. (laughs) But I want to say the next duel will be with someone that isn't Mickey. Okay. It'll be... I guess that leaves Orange Head Girl or like, Sionji again. Christ. What if Sionji just keeps coming back every episode? He, yeah, and he's obviously started quite threatening and um and like aloof, but he'll slowly devolve into like the team rocket of Revolutionary <laughs> Girl Lieutenant. It's gonna get real weird if that happens, yeah. but yeah. And he'll start simping for Anthe. Oh god, no. <laughs> he'll pull out a neon sign that just says simp, and we'll all be like, Oh, that's good. That's good. I don't understand that reference. It's a Belle Delphine thing. <laughs> that well guys, face. thanks for listening Yep, uh, if you've enjoyed this you can go to patreon.com slash jojo'sworld There's no better time to go to patreon.com slash jojo'sworld and get that archive of content Yep, get that brief moment Get that boco um, And then if we pop it up, I would like to put it up publicly just so it's on Patreon for everyone oh, after yeah. we get rid of it but, I mean, even still, we'll probably just put on the main feed if you're not interested in going there and... Yeah, it's a lot of effort. It's, it's any effort, which for podcasting is a lot of effort. It's a lot of effort. To go and sign up to another feed. Exactly. Anywho, this has been Jojo's World. I'm a big hungry sandwich and I'm <laughs> going to go eat a big sandwich. Nice. Hopefully it's not a Subway sandwich. Oh, that's cake, not bread, of course. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh, 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 oh you bloody Scots. Bloody putting the bloody laws down like bloody. I don't know what bloody action this Nick, is. I like mate. your Broden Kelly impression. Oh, no, you know, you never bloody said that. And until Christmas next board. time, to, to be, be continued. continued.